Hello, everyone, and welcome to Totally Prize Was Always Cool, a podcast with a dark secret. And I'm Ashley, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Wally. We got Luke with us. Hello. Hi, Luke. Hi. Oh, no bit. Oh, no, I guess not. I guess I... I mean, what bits would there be to do from this one? I could, like, beg you to give me my medication? (laughs) That seems like not a fun mm, bit. Yeah, no, that's not good. Molly, please uh, give me my ADHD meds. I need them. No, you gotta talk to your psychiatrist about that. I have nothing to do with those. Oh, God, I'm gonna turn into a different guy if you don't, though. <laughs> He's basically me, but he has a harder time completing tasks. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> How did we get Eidolon done before, like, you had been actually evaluated for that? It's unreal. Yeah, uh, the answer is that uh, I just drive all of my actions through shame, and uh, yeah, just gotta wait till the deadline's close enough that I feel too ashamed to do anything but work. That's what we call a coping mechanism. Hell yeah, baby! <laughs> I don't think that's uh, what the kids call healthy. Hmm. Yeah, I don't ask I don't what know. the kids want. Who can say? I don't say anything. I don't know anything about all that. <laughs> All my coping mechanisms are very healthy. <laughs> Absolutely. Luke, what have you been doing? What have I been doing? Uh, mostly just keeping at it on Elden Ring. I've been playing it so fucking much, and yet I am like a LD third Rally. as far into it as you are. Eldy Reldy, baby. How are you so fucking far? Luke, what's your playtime right now? I don't know. I'm getting close to level 60. I know that. I'm going to show you an image that may be a, a slightly harrowing. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a screenshot of my screen, and then I'm going to send it to the Skype call, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you can click on that. Okay, so your playtime on Elden Ring from From Software is 110 hours. Uh, and let's see, this game came out on, uh, which, which, which date was that? <laughs> <laughs> Just going to uh, do some see. quick math here. So it that was, was February 25th? It was on February 20, 24th, technically. 25th. No, it came Listen, out on the 24th because it unlocked at 3 p.m. Uh, my time on the 24th. Oh, it unlocked at 3 p.m.? Oh, fuck you. PC baby. <laughs> okay, alright, fine. The 24th. So 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Oh, That's I'm not five. saying that makes it better. It makes it, well, it makes it slightly better. It, gives, it spreads this time out slightly. over one more day. That's a total of 14 days. So let's see. 110 divided by 14. That is an average of, uh, 7.8 hours per day, Molly. <laughs> I'm having a great time. 
Do you know what's, <laughs> do you know what's fucked up? I, I'm looking at my friends have played recently. Yeah. I'm not even the highest number. What? You have practically been playing this game as though it's a full-time job. What are you yeah, talking it's about? Been, it's been my second job since I finished Eidolon. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had any other work to do, so I've been doing this. All right. Yeah, this is answering some questions. I don't know my playtime offhand. Yeah, it's... anyway, I am level 150. Okay, yeah. So like I said, I am about a third as far as you are. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I um have not had many other obligations. Uh-huh. Yeah. Must be nice. <laughs> it's not, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, it's it's fine, you know. No, sure. <laughs> I knew I knew Here's the thing. Uh-huh. If if it wasn't this, it would be like Horizon or something. And frankly, it's better that it's this. Yeah, I'll give you that it's if you were going to put 110 hours into a video game, it's better that it's Elden Ring. Um the thing about me and my weekend cuz I have 3-day weekends, right? Right, me too. Every weekend. Yeah. And I don't have to do anything right now. The only thing we did a design session last weekend. Yeah. We did the rock postmortem the weekend before that. And I have had basically zero other obligations. So in all my free time, I've just been doing this because you know what? Pris has also been doing this. So fair. Yeah. Yeah. We've just been yeah, playing. Right. Together. Yes. I'm taking time out of my Elden Ring playtime to uh, spend time with my girlfriend doing other things. Whereas you're just. <laughs> no, we're just playing with, Elden Ring together. Chris by playing Elden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> Elden Ring. Yeah, all right, all right. That's starting to add some things up. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we've just been bugging each other about all that, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm at, I'm at the end of the game. I know for a fact that I am very nearly done here, but also it took me 110 hours to get there, so. Right, uh-huh. But I, I've been thinking, like, I'm at the end of this game. I'm like, I could play this again, though. <laughs> Um, people were talking about what level they were at, uh, work. Yeah. Yeah. On, in Elden Ring. Yeah. Yeah. And they were talking, and I remembered that you, like, I saw a tweet that you had hit a hundred. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I said, like, oh, yeah. Um, you know, like, the, my roommate, like, had, like, just hit a hundred or something. And I was like, what? And I'm like, yeah, no, she's... <laughs> She's a monster, though. Like yeah. she just, she just like fucking devours these games. I'm a, I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. Normal, <laughs> yes. I do think part of it too is that you are much better than I am at like, oh, this fight's too hard right now. I can go do one of a thousand other things. Yeah, I, I have like, been. Oh, okay. Well, that I died real fast on that. Guess the next three hours of my life are trying to beat it. I do that sometimes, but not like a lot. Yeah, I do it a lot. Let me see, because I posted posted my set. The last one I posted, I was level 143, because that's when I got 50 in strength and 50 in faith. Yeah. Uh, so that was the last one I posted, but I know for a fact I've leveled up since then, and that was uh, yesterday. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. 
I also took yesterday off work because a dude asked me if I was pregnant and put his hand on my stomach at work. So yeah, and you uh, did not week. murder him on the spot with your bare hands. Somehow. Yeah. yeah. Somehow I did not kill this man. So, yeah, I think a day off from work is uh, completely was, uh, justified yeah. in those circumstances. Molly can have a treat. <laughs> Molly deserves the fucking world of a of the treat yeah. after that. <laughs> Nightmare shit. Yeah. Weirdly, the first time it's happened. So I get, I was like, well, I guess I'm passing. But that was about the last thing on my mind also. Yeah. Yeah. Like, damn. Anyway, how's your Elden Ring experience, Luke? I mean, it's pretty good. I just beat the fucking uh, uh, magician lady who's some, cool. who just has an army of baby babies. adults. Of adult babies. That's what we call them. Yeah. They do just kind of, they're in like wizard's robes, but they crawl around like babies and then cast spells at you. They do cast, they throw furniture at you. Yeah, and she constantly talks in like a sweet mommy voice about how everyone will be reborn, and then she summons a bunch of cradles. It's, uh, they're really just putting the horny on their sleeve with this one. Yeah, it's not subtle. No. It goes without saying, she is of course barefoot, in addition to all of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's really funny because you said before the podcast that, that I shouldn't spoil this, but yeah, no, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about the adult baby mommy dom that shows feet, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty early, and it's not. Listen, <laughs> what do you want? Not, not even the mommy dom I care about. <laughs> <laughs> people say people always talk about the wife's in Souls games, but never about the mommies. <laughs> Come on, people. What is this? What are we doing? Uh, I have no <laughs> I don't idea. Fucking no. <laughs> uh, it's from Soft. Uh huh. This is what they'll do to you. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> um. Yeah. I've only found one giant woman though, so. Mm hmm. I guess bad. that lady kind of is, but like. Yeah, but like on the scale, like listen, basically every character in these games is a yeah, little giant. Yeah, is bigger than you. You're always just a little guy in these games, and it's your birthday, and it is your birthday, and yet everyone keeps hitting you. <laughs> everyone keeps hitting you. That strategy never works. Yeah, I did the other. Uh, was it? I think two days ago, I beat that fuck Commander O'Neill. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. It is always. Okay, it- it, it is not good for making progress, but it feels great when I do one of those sessions where I'm like, okay, I'm just banging my head against this boss, even though I clearly should just leave and do something else, and I win, and I get way too many souls from it. Yeah. Can I ask a question, please? Yeah. Yes. Is his actual name fuck Captain O'Neill? His, his name is Ca- <laughs> Captain O'Neill. It's Commander O'Neill. Commander you. O'Neill. <laughs> Sorry for getting Listen. his rank wrong. There's the dung eater. I don't fucking know. Right? No, no. It's a fair. No, I was just calling him a fuck. The <laughs> poo poo man. The poo poo man. <laughs> um, Luke, can I tell you a spoiler about a boss I found later on that was the scariest thing that's ever happened to me in my life? Well, no, because I want to be scared by it too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll say the I have met the poo poo man, and I'll say. I was kind of just in my head imagining more of a fun party guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not that. He just, you know, no, he seems just like the sucks. kind of guy that would really just like, listen, he shows up to the party and it's going to get really wild and it's going to be a lot of fun until it goes too far. What no, if he... 
He pretty much takes it there immediately. Yeah. (laughs) What if the poo-poo man was voiced by (laughs) Steve-O? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. What what if? I have nothing to add. (laughs) Listen, I'm trying to have my own fun here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, you know. Um, I can't tell you anything I've done in that game because right, everything you've done at this point is a spoiler. Is big spoilers. You won't even let me tell you the funny guy. That we I can found. talk about it in three months when I catch up to you. Yeah, that's the part that sucks. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> is that Lucas bad at game? <laughs> well, that's, that's not really what I said. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, like in, uh, fucking when you like promote to a new rank in Guilty Gear, the guy's like. Wow, it must be getting kind of lonely for you because there's no one else who's as good as you are. <laughs> like, I, that's, this is happening con- to me constantly. Guilty Gear constantly kind of negs you for being good at Guilty Gear. <laughs> it's like, wow, you're you're so powerful now. Have, do you feel empty inside? <laughs> <laughs> Has your power brought you any joy? <laughs> no, it hasn't, thanks. Uh, I will tell you, I did find an ash that lets me summon me. Oh, that rules! <laughs> yeah! Oh, that's so good. <laughs> the other version of you is much tankier and goes absolutely ape shit at every opportunity. God, that's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I uh, I took a long time to finally go in and do the uh, the second like main dungeon area, so it was very fun to just kind of waltz on through and just one shot all the bad guys. Yeah. Like, I got to the mini-boss, that big, like, wolf thing, and I was just like, oh, I've already fought one of you just out in the field. This is fine. (laughs) Yeah, you're doing great. (laughs) Yeah, eat shit, idiot. The actual boss boss took a couple tries, but until her, easy. (laughs) Having a great time. Having a great time. I did feel very insulted that I picked up a shield in there. I was like, oh, this is a shield with good magic defense. This will be great for in here. Oh, I don't have enough intelligence to hold this shield up. Owned. 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 I'm too fucking stupid Destroyed. for this shield. Was it the Chiron Knight shield or whatever? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it has like a 15 int requirement. And I'm like, bitch, my int is seven. Yeah, like 15's not even that high, but nope. Do you want to know the only stat I haven't leveled up? It's intelligence, motherfucker. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I did um get a talisman that lets gives me like just enough dex points to use some of the dex weapons I've got. And oh, I'm very happy about that. That's fun. Yeah. So like, I get, yeah. like, plus three decks while I've got it equipped. I'm like, ooh, this cool bow I found is now not just uh, dead weight. Awesome. I have, like, 15 respec items, so I might fuck around at some point. <laughs> How does the respec work? Do you just, like, get all the souls you've spent back? You don't get them in souls. You just get to reassign the levels. Uh, okay, okay, okay. It just counts what level you started at and what level you are now. Gotcha. Because I, I got the option to do that. I was like, now... I would be seeing warnings and complaints about this if this is how it worked, but I am very worried she's just going to make me level one and give me nothing back. No. I know no. that's not how it's going to work, but I have an anxiety about it. No, it's no. Dark Souls has never been quite that mean. Not that mean, no. That'd be pretty fucking rough. That'd be, yeah, that'd be bad. I can't, mm, it wouldn't shock me if that happened in one of these camps. 
I guess, like maybe you that's... could get your levels back or something, but, you know. That hasn't been the case in any of them, is what I'm saying. No, no, I agree. I'm just saying, if it did happen, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Ashley, do you want to talk about anything? <laughs> um, I watched the movie Evil Dead. Oh, how was that? Uh, the original one. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, pretty good. It's, you know, not my kind of movie. Right. Uh, it's much... The, like, this is the first one, so it's just more straight horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot very gory. Um, which, yeah, not my thing, but it's uh, cool to see on, like, just, like, a filmmaking standpoint of, like, what these guys did for, like, half a million dollars. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... It's, so that was like actually like it was a, it was a it was a cool time just to see how, where uh where all of that kind of started because it's you know turned into this big franchise that's yeah. primarily comedy right yeah I know very little about Evil Dead but didn't they like isn't Evil Dead two almost kind of like a remake of one except they're like okay eh, we're not very happy with one let's just kind of try it again. Yeah, basically, yeah. it is technically yeah. a sequel, right? But it's mostly a remake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've I've seen Evil Dead too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty fun. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a horror person myself either, so it's yeah. it's not my my thing. Uh, but that guy does put a chainsaw on his arm. I mean, yeah. What more could you want? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Once that happens, it's great. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, it's it was still a fun time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did like f- f- fucking claymation in it. I mean, I'm never gonna turn down some claymation in a movie. That's true. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they had the- a half a million dollar budget and they spent some of it on claymation. Yeah, that's a decision right there. Because <laughs> the guy who did all of the makeup also did the claymation. Uh huh. Uh huh. You only had to pay him once. <laughs> <laughs> that also, like, it seems like for a lot of stuff, it's like, well, this guy was my friend, so. Right, yeah. right. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, and, like, apparently, like, all of the actors that were hired, like, quit after it went, like, over uh, time, so. Uh-huh. For, like, half the movie, you, it's like, oh, that's just, like, a person wearing a wig. Oh, sure. Like, shot from behind. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Love to have to cut around not having any of your actors. Yes. But no, yeah, it, it was a good time. And uh, I also, I've uh, been playing a bit more grounded. Uh, still fun. I restarted, so now... Because uh, it's one of those things in, like, survival games where, like, okay, I've, like, learned so much now. <laughs> uh-huh. That I might just go, you know, like, I, I'm just going to restart, and now I, like, know all this stuff that... Better conserve your materials, also. Conserve my materials, like, know how things work, and won't make the same stupid mistakes I did beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm going to go to this area, and, like, nope, this area is way too, <laughs> uh, like, out of your leagues right now. You need to go to this area first. And, like, well, right. I wish I knew that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then also I got WWE 2K22. I mean, you yeah, know, listen, at, at this point, it doesn't surprise me. This is a safe space. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I got uh, 
WWE 2K22. It was um, I'm having fun so far. Okay, well, I'm glad. Good. It's better than last year. <laughs> Wasn't last year the one where it was like, oh god, yeah, it's just a train wreck. Yeah, that was like, oh, like this is like unplayable. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they took a year off, and I was talking with one of my friends who also got it, and I agree with him with it basically. It's fun, but I'm surprised it's not better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, surprise is an interesting word to use there. I I mean, it's a like surprise that has a very low expectation. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Sure. <laughs> We're not expecting it to be great, right? Just like a little bit better. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Um, it's better, but it's not better. <laughs> I'm sure we talk about this every single time you bring up that you bought another WWE game. It will never stop just being ridiculous to me that they've never brought back the fucking story maker, the thing everyone liked. Well, I- what? They didn't do that, but like they're yeah. close to it. Oh, okay. Okay. But no, they're not. Okay. Also, the reason, like, Storymaker only got popular with video game championship wrestling. Sure. And it wasn't really used outside of video game championship wrestling. Okay, I guess that's fair. I guess I I wouldn't know. I just feel like I, there was never more, like, buzz around the WWE games than there was when video game, when VGCW was a thing. Well, yeah. Yeah, but that is complete. Yeah, that is completely uh, a kind of anomaly in terms of how people would play that game. Sure. And also, uh, just like yeah, it, and the grand scheme of their things, not that important to them. Like in I guess- this, in this, they added. Uh, Re-added GM mode, which is like a way bigger deal for people. Okay, okay, fair enough. Um, and you know, has been something that people have wanted in these games since like 2005 or something. Okay. Well, that's that's nice. They finally have something people like. Yeah. Um, and Were then, they also yeah. just out there saying like, "Yeah, we fucking hate 2K. We're not letting them make any more of these." Yeah, that like that's the is like if this game is like a disaster, then they'll they're just gonna like pull out from two K. Right. <laughs> uh which I know I it, it's too early to tell how bad this is gonna be. I gotcha. Yeah. Um like it, it's not a like dumpster fire like last year, but it's right. It still got room to 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 fall. Did, did they get it like back up to the level of bad that it usually is, or is it better than that? I personally think it's better than that. Okay. Um, I I've mostly played the um, what they call showcase mode. Uh huh. Which is like they will follow the career of one person, or like the like a a section of time. Uh huh. And so this was all about Rey Mysterio. I see. Uh, and so I've mostly played that, which is, like, more very guided wrestling matches. 
and I had fun with it. I think I thought that the the new uh, combo system which they have now it was cool, um, and made for uh, like kind of e- like not easier in like a but like easier to like do damage and stuff in a way that looks cool and fluid. Uh huh. Um. Also, I unlocked an arena from like 2008 that was all about like voting on your phone but it's 2008 so there's like the stage is like a blackberry (laughs) (laughs) which is extremely funny to me that is good um but yeah it's it's just one of the you know this is my garbage pit and i i I, in some ways love it in some ways hate it (laughs) we all have our own garbage pits we do. We all eat our own dung in our own ways. <laughs> yeah, wow. Truly, we are all of us the poo-poo man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not him. <laughs> nah. Molly, nah. I, can, I can pull up uh, some some games that you've recently played. <laughs> uh, are you talking about Horizon Forbidden West? I think Horizon yeah, Forbidden West bad. might be your dung. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. It's not a good one. I am going to finish it when I'm done playing Elden Ring, though. Yeah, no, you'll probably fucking platinum it before I finish Elden Ring. No, I'm not going to platinum that game. Well, you platinum the last one, so... It's because it was really easy to. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have... Uh, I guess I don't know what the achievements are in the new one, but I don't see myself doing that again. Okay. Because I think you have to find, like, every collectible on the map. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not there anymore. <laughs> it's just not something I'm interested in doing. Well, we'll see. We'll see how your tune changes in the next couple weeks. Did you know there are little Metroidvania elements in Forbidden West? I, I thought, yeah, you get like items and shit. Yeah, yeah, to unlock new paths. It fucking yeah. sucks, man. This is not that game. Stop it. Stop it. See, to me, what you just said is. Do you know they also serve ice cream with that meal? Stop it. Who wants... <laughs> ice cream doesn't belong here. What? Fuck you, I will eat ice cream whenever they give it to me. No. <laughs> That's not what I said. It's a different thing. Metroidvania is ice cream to me. Not in an open world game like that. Yeah. No. Absolutely, no, I... yes. All right. I want to get the new item that lets me backtrack, fast travel back, and like, ooh, now I can, now I can open this door. No, that sucks. Anyway, Elden Ring has that with just fucking keys. It'd be listen. I love Elden Ring. Instead of the fucking stone sword keys, what if it was? Well, now you can cast a fireball that opens. Luke, I have forty stone sword keys. I don't know what to use on. Well, fair. Yeah, I have a lot of them too. I'm just saying. It's not the same thing. Anyways, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. This, this is, is season two, episode six, a.k.a. episode 14, a.k.a. episode 13, Demons. This bit is what's keeping me from remembering what episode we're on every week. I can't. I don't know how it could confuse you. It only has four <laughs> different ways of being referred to. I am looking at the Wikipedia page. There is one column with the number 14 next to it, a column that says six and then another oh. column that says episode 13, Demons. Oh, <laughs> foul! <sighs> anyway, anyway, we pick up right where we left off in Harold's house. 
He's given a whole fucking spiel about how, you know, Donna, I thought you were different from the other girls, but you're not. I thought I thought you were pure, which, no, you didn't. You have Laura's secret diary. I, I was ready to stop being an incel, but you taught me that I shouldn't. She also told you about the time that she, What's like, give hand dudes? jobs to some guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. I uh, thought you were decent and pure. This man is disgusting. Yeah. No. Anyway, it, it's so funny how quick the scene ends. <laughs> yeah, because he's, like, approaching them with the hand rake, and, like, it's, and, like, is he going to attack them? It's unclear. As he's just going on and on ranting, getting angrier and angrier, and he goes to reach for the diary to rip it away from them, and then James just walks in and shoves him. Yeah, just throws him against the wall. They drop the diary. James and has found the one person in Twin Peaks that he can bully. That's true. <laughs> Might I just say... Can I? So the crux of the next part of this scene is Donna and James reconciling. Yeah. When in fact James pulled Maddie out, he did not pull Donna out at all. No, he he comes he back for Donna. He grabs Maddie first, and then Donna tries to grab the diary, and James grabs her and pulls her out. It's just funny because he immediately grabs Maddie. That's he all I grab need. Maddie first. You're he totally grabs right. her first. It's also really funny to me that Harold's wounds got way more realistic since the end of the last episode because they can just do them as makeup now. Yeah, it's kind of funny that they didn't like. I, I guess they. I, I guess I don't know if they didn't just shoot these scenes like straight through. Uh huh. Yeah, I have no uh, idea. But it does look like they stopped and started again. Right. I mean, at the very least, they to apply the the wound yeah, makeup to, to fix that makeup. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, there's always like stop and stop in the middle of scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And like it's not that like especially if it's just like an like a like a something that you apply to the entirety of the face, which it right. kind of looks like. Yeah. Uh it's pretty easy to just like spirit gump. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I I just thought it was strange probably because I don't make TV. That's true. Uh Although I could <laughs> We've established that you could. <laughs> it's just, it's so funny to me that James does this shitty little shove and it just obliterates Harold. Harold hasn't moved more than 20 feet in the last 16 years. So that is true. He has no muscles with yeah, which uh-huh. to, like, enact his, his violence here. Uh, but yeah, so they fail to get the diary again. You guys gotta just learn to grab that fucking thing while you're running away. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. It he seems like, like it would be easy just to kick him in the face at this yeah, point. Like, yeah, like, yeah. He, like, grabs it from her, and, like, there's, like, hesitation, and, like, listen, you fucking have burnt this bridge. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. you may as well just burn it all the way down. Yeah. yeah. Like, James, I get, he doesn't know that the diary's why they're there. He's just like, something fucking weird's happening, and this guy's threatening both of the girls I like with a hand rake. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so James and Donna, like, collapse and do a hug outside, and Harold just starts furiously watering his plants. Yeah, what the f- <laughs> So funny! <laughs> <laughs> he's got one of those, like, pump sprayers on his orchids, and he's just trying to put as much just raw fury into that motion as possible, and you can't put that much raw no. fury into that motion. And I, I mean, I, it's right for the character. He looks like a fucking dweeb. Yes, 100%. I like the idea of, like, what if you just cut back, he's like, what if I didn't rake my face? That was, uh, 
That was a bit You're, of a yeah, mistake. Yeah, instead cut to him in the bathroom putting bandages on. This ah, scene ah. happens. <laughs> this scene happens so fast and is so throwaway that it happens in the middle of the opening credits, and then we get more opening credits. Then we get more opening credits. Uh, don't forget Cheryl Lee's in this one. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, Lord. Uh-huh. Uh. Anyway, fuck Harold. Get out yeah, of here. He's get done out of this here, episode. Man. We gotta go to the fucking book house. We gotta go to the book house. Is this like, the book house? Yeah, this is the book house. I think this is the first real good look we got of it. Like, they went there yeah, early on, a... but, like, it was darkly lit. We only saw the one room. It's just a cabin in the woods, man. It's just a cabin in the woods full of books. Full listen, of books. I, listen, I just watched a movie about a cabin in the wood and some books. <laughs> no, that was about one specific book, to be fair. All right. I do like that fucking that was... notice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Not you, the fucking book, this cabin. Uh-huh. <laughs> one of, I, uh, very quickly, one yeah. of my favorite uh, little things from, um, uh, fuck. Uh, Evil one Dead? One of my favorite little behind-the-scenes things from Evil Dead is, uh, the whole thing is that they have a basement that they, like, go into, like, there's a secret basement. The cabin didn't actually have a basement, so they just cut out a section of the floor and dug a hole. That was just, oh, fuck. <laughs> just that section, and so like, and then like added fake stairs. So that like every rolls. time like someone gets to the bottom of the stairs, then immediately like just cuts into like a, like to oh, a, different, a different fucking house. God, great. Um, I do like how in the bookhouse scene, that one shitty biker guy that's always around for bookhouse boy stuff is just kind of in the background. He's hanging out. Yeah, he's like, he's damn, you guys did some shit. Oh, wow. He's the book You know, I am a bookhouse boy. Why don't you ever invite me on these adventures? <laughs> They're like, well, we didn't invite Hawk, but he killed a man, so. Oh, man, what? <laughs> I wanted to kill Fuck a man. I to kill a guy. <laughs> it's been so long since we did extrajudicial murder. Yeah. There's I, no doubt in my mind the Bookhouse boys have committed multiple assassinations. Yes. I mean, at this point, we've seen it happen. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm, my mind just keeps playing the fucking Anchorman scene. <laughs> of like, I murdered a guy. It's like, yeah, you could probably... <laughs> you should probably lay low wait, for a while. <laughs> lay low for a while. Where did you get that trident? <laughs> <laughs> what? The guy falls down last episode. He just has a full-ass trident in his back. <laughs> <laughs> if only yeah uh they bring audrey in here who is uh like still pretty uh strung out from drugs she is having some kind of dream she just keeps saying daddy can you see me which given things Gross. that have happened given the last time her and her dad interacted that is yeah. uh upsetting yeah not good yeah uh, Cooper's like trying to get her to come out of it. He sees like the the needle marks on her arm. And he's like, ah, shit. Oh, jeez. Yeah, all beans. I put this, her on heroin. This is ah. no good. Yep. Um, that's the end of that scene. James and Donna make up and make out. Yeah. And uh, Maddie's they, just well, like, Maddie oh. drives away. She's like, oh <laughs> fuck, I'm out of <laughs> here, man. Yeah, Maddie's right. just like, yeah, fuck this, I'm gone. <laughs> Yeah, like, Maddie is full, like, all right, I'm out of here, peace mode. <laughs> Honestly, good for her. Yeah. Yeah, James and Donna are telling her, like, all right, listen, Donna, no more going off on your own. We got to do this stuff together from now on. And in the background, the, the, the score for this 
scene is the fucking song that James sang a few episodes ago. Oh, is it really? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, minus the vocals, obviously, but yeah, it's the same song. Fuck, I didn't it. even notice that. Oh my god, brutal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, it's fine, saying, like, now it yeah, finally now is just you the two and me. of them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Together we go strolling. God, he's just a fucking idiot. <laughs> they... D- <laughs> I was gonna about to say they deserve each other, but no, Donna's good. <laughs> Donna deserves better. She's just doing some dumb shit. Yeah. Donna needs to uh, come to understand that she deserves better. Yeah, she doesn't get it yet. It's Donna's fine. going through some stuff. Like smoking. <laughs> <laughs> and wearing evil sunglasses. Wearing evil sunglasses, evil corruption sunglasses. And fucking shut-ins. Yeah, well, she probably didn't fuck him yet. No, but she was, you know, they could, she was she thinking could've. about it. Yeah, if, if things got a little differently. Can you imagine if Harold ever got laid? <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if Laura had sex with him. I uh, yeah, she probably did. Yeah. Yeah, look, Laura, she did a lot of things. <laughs> I I feel like Laura either had sex with him or he was the one guy she wouldn't. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 even I have standards, buddy. <laughs> I'm on I heroin ha- and I have standards. Woof. <laughs> um, I I internally right now I'm deciding like how much how far are we gonna be into Twin Peaks that I have to make sure I'm not just playing Laura Palmer by the time we get to Idol on season three. <laughs> God, I want to avoid that or lean extremely into it. It's gonna be one or the other. We'll, we'll find out this uh, this October. <laughs> yeah, huh, now I'm going to have to check. I'm going to have to try and do the math and figure out when we're going to be covering Firewalk with I me. I think Firewalk with Laura. me happens before, yeah. <laughs> I think that's before the next uh, next season, so, you know. Right, uh-huh. We'll find out, folks. We will find out, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll cover Firewalk with me in about four months from now. It's not very far. It's not very far, but it is, yeah, it's closer than season three. Much closer. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Jean Renault. <laughs> yeah, so Truman's back at the sheriff's department now. He's got, like, just a book full of uh, mugshots. Yeah. Really just, the thing that stood out to me here is, God, doing literally any research before the internet was the most miserable fucking thing. <laughs> yes, but also, I, I'm going to take a quick screenshot of this book that they're uh-huh. using. Uh, because while it does have one trillion mugshots in it, there is, frankly, no other information about these people. <laughs> there's no name. There's no date. There's no <laughs> hair color. There is no height, weight, eye color. Well, listen, <laughs> it's completely blank except for the pictures, which I understand. You don't have to do that much. It was standard def. I mean, the pictures do have, uh, like, the sentencing numbers on them or whatever that yeah. is. Maybe he's got a different book he can cross-reference that against. That would be ridiculous <laughs> to do and not just put it in this book. Listen, it already was hard enough to get them to take the photos holding those placards while they're running away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I see what you mean. There's fields for all that information, yes, but it's not yes. filled out. None of it is filled in. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's a, I will say, and like, you know, going, talking about like researching things before the internet, I did do a a fair amount of 
looking through old newspapers. Uh-huh. On, like, microfiche. On microfiche, and that's cool. It seems like it'd be cool, cool until you have to do it, like, for 50 fucking years of newspapers or something. Yeah. Yeah, probably, but I just did it for a couple of projects, so it was cool. Right, the act yeah, of doing cool. it, yes, I agree, that's cool. Like, turn the little thing to, yeah, scroll through all the pages, that's neat. Yeah, and then when I was a uh, librarian, I would, one of the things I was in charge of was putting all the microfiche away. Uh-huh. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I would just, there was just, like, giant, like, shelves full of it. <laughs> yeah, just because, like, obviously we come into this scene when Truman has found Jean Renault's mugshot, but how many fucking books of mugshots must he have to go through anytime he needs to find one? Also, absolutely incredible that he's like, oh, yeah, I remembered this photo in this book exactly. Hey, come <laughs> look at this, Coop. I remember Jean Renault, the, the most dangerous Renault brother. <laughs> yeah, it turns out Jean Renault is actually. He is Evil Canada personified. He is Evil Canada. He is Evil Canada. That's where all the evil comes he, from. He runs yes. the Northern Territories. He's the evil Canadian himself. The evil beating heart of Canada. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, Truman's like, yeah, and I was watching him look at, like, security footage of you from when we went up there. And he's like, oh, fuck, they were trying to kill me. Oh, they were trying to get me. Oh, beans. He planned to kill me and he used Audrey as bait. I can't believe it. I was baited. Uh, which, like, that is true, but also, no, it's not. I mean... Like, that yeah. that was... Well, that was... Uh, that's not why Jean they Renault's intention. Audrey. Yes. That was that's, what yeah, Jean just tried happened. to manipulate the situation into. Yes. So, you're you're half right, Coop. Right. I... What was uh, the... I, I was watching the last episode just a little bit, because it yeah. was like... Uh, when I put in the DVD, it was like... Where I left off from last time. Uh huh. When I rewatched it to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. And there's a part where he, you know, he kisses her and then he, like, smiles. Who was he smiling at? Who, Jean? Yeah. I thought he was kissing he's her a as a like, gross boy. Yeah, no, but, like, it's just, like, it's just this very, like, TV, like, film moment of, like, now I'm going to smile at the camera and I'm not. Sure. After he killed her, yeah, that's yeah, because yeah, he's yeah. a pervert, dude. He is a pervert because he was because he was drinking her blood out of her mouth. Yeah, he does do and, that. And then luckily, the camera was also right where Sheriff Truman was. Well, yeah, right. of course. Uh, I uh, like the Cooper in the scene. Me like, you know, I really shouldn't have done FBI stuff in Canada without getting permission first. Yeah, that really, I really I went outside kind of my, go out jurisdiction. Of my jurisdiction twice. And then, and, and then Truman says, don't worry about it. I do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, Cooper says, I violated my professional code. And Buddy, I think you violated several international laws. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you, think you're worried about the wrong thing, man. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, like, that first one seemed like an official, like, sting operation. Are you telling me you just did all that on your own without talking to anybody? Wait, you mean the the casino one? Yeah. Oh, that was absolutely on their own. But, but the he got all the, the money from then. He was like, ah, when I play with company money, I always like to bring back a ten percent return. I bet he didn't tell them it was in Canada. May oh, may, you're that might be it, or that yeah, might be yeah. It. I just save up my per diems. 
yeah, you know, he, yeah. this is just his regular, like, yeah, we'll give you 10 grand for this operation. We don't really care. Right, right. Because it's the United States government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they're they not asking that many questions. Right. Uh, yeah, I just um, love it all coming to Cooper all of a sudden, like, man, I have done a lot of illegal shit in the past two weeks. <laughs> man, Twin Peaks will really get to you, huh? Man. <laughs> Turns out I might have a secret dark side. Uh, and Truman's just like, yeah, yeah, bud, here's some coffee, drink it. Yeah, shut the fuck up, you saved a girl's life, deal with it. Yeah, you saved a girl's life. I also love the implication that the little bit of heroin, uh, that Blackie took off the tray is all that kept Audrey from being murdered. That's true, he does say it was just shy of a lethal dose. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, so, yeah. we, we know the, the lethal dose up to, like, a milligram. <laughs> right. It was yeah. one milligram less. You know what, that wouldn't surprise me if Cooper knew that. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I was able to estimate her body weight within a pound while I was carrying her out of there. <laughs> that is something he would do. Uh-huh. I've been um, thinking about Audrey without clothes for a very long time. Wait, no. No. Nope. Um, I the scene where he returns the money to Ben Horn. Yeah. Uh, is <laughs> Finn is like, oh. <laughs> Ben cool. is like doing his yeah. Ben is doing his best like I'm a good dad impression, and Cooper just does not give a shit. He doesn't give a shit, and also like just it's such a bad act. Yeah, Cooper's like he's not. Yeah, very you're good definitely at it. evil. I don't really know everything, but you're definitely evil. I know that much. He's like, yeah, no, I found your daughter at a brothel called One Eyed Jacks, and Ben's just like, no, no, <laughs> oh my. Gosh! One eye. They fuck at one eye jacks. What? I will definitely have to k- take that up with the manager. <laughs> well, so did you arrest whoever's in charge up there? No, she well, got she killed was by murdered. some guy. No, no. Oh my goodness! Would you arrest that guy? No, he escaped. <gasps> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate to I hate to tell you, but the guy who escaped does have your man, sir. Yeah. <laughs> he has your evil crime partner, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, Cooper doesn't know that, but right. uh, with Washington District Attorney Hank is has oh, yeah, been kidnapped. Hank. I forgot Hank got kidnapped. You can't yeah, forget no, about that. I don't these think things. Hank really matters. <laughs> yeah, Ben also forgot that Hank got kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna come back to town and everybody's gonna be like, What happened to you? He's gonna be like, I was killed. <laughs> they were stabbing me in Canada. Ben's gonna go into his office and open up that secret pass and be like, where the fuck is Hank? <laughs> Where's my little crime boy? Where's my crime boy? Uh, I Nobody's do like opened ben, my like, crime door in two weeks. I like that Ben opens the briefcase and starts counting the money. He's like, yeah, no, you did a great job. And then Cooper's like, hey, by the way, your daughter it did almost die of a drug overdose. And he kind of stops counting the money and looks up at him. Ah, shit. Oh, no! Oh, my gosh! (laughs) Yeah, like, you can definitely see the moment of, like, how do humans react? Yeah. (laughs) How how does normal man react to this? If I I wasn't evil, what would my reaction be right now? (laughs) I feel like there's also, like, the reaction where he's like, oh, that is what I did to Blackie. (laughs) Yeah, oh, 100%. He gets what the message was. He's like, oh, I see what happened here. Yeah, oh, it was gonna be like an ironic twist thing. Fuck, shit. Ah, fuck, that And that is good, though. I gotta remember that one. Yeah. If I ever lose, uh, I gotta make sure to do that to somebody else. I never will, though, so I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, 
Yeah, after that, though, is Leo. After that, we're here with Leo. Uh, oh, my God. They have I a... hate this. <laughs> they have a wheelchair for him that is like a... It almost looks like a just like wicker like rocking chair with it's wheelchair wheels. It's a bloodboard wheelchair. <laughs> it's a bloodboard wheelchair. Uh, really and Bobby is. has an impossible time getting it through the door. He just well, like, keeps still ramming it into the threshold. <laughs> Sorry, like, what's that? Def- they're still building this house. It's definitely not wheelchair compliant. That's true. The house yeah. is half under construction, so. But that means it's going to be easier to put all that stuff in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're talking to like the the guy, not Mister. Uh, Mr. Pinkle? No, not Mr. Pinkle. Not Mr. Pinkle. This is a new guy. New guy. I don't think we get his name. He's Mr. Pitt from Seinfeld. Sure. Uh, yeah, sure. definitely. Yeah. Um, my my fave gag about this is that Bobby's smoking a cigarette. Uh-huh. And, and Shelly's like, you're trying to sing the cigarette out, stupid. Uh, but yeah, yes. they realize that this uh, scam isn't that great. Yeah, the Terrible insurance guy scam. is very much like... Oh, you two are just saints. You're taking such good care of Leo. Oh, I, I respect you. So, listen, a lesser person would, would ship him off, and th- this is what he needs to really be cared for. Oh, you're just wonderful. Anyway, here's your check. It's for $70. Well, 700 at least. Oh, did they say 700 I thought they said yeah. 70 No, yeah. it's $700, which I guess, I mean, that's not great. But it's in 1990s nothing, but it's not money, great. it's not nothing. Yeah. Yeah, but they were. But I think monthly. expecting five thousand a month. Yes, I don't. I I just like I know we talked about it and how that is a nonsense figure. Right. But I just am like curious where they got it. Well, my impression based on the dialogue of this scene is that Bobby was right that they get five thousand dollars a week, but there's a bunch of fees that come out of that before the final check comes to them. Five thousand dollars. Yeah, a month. maybe. Yeah, a month, per rather. month. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, the guy's like, uh, taxes, you know. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, David Lynch is off camera going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if David Lynch is weird about taxes, but he's rich, no he so that. I assume that he <laughs> right, right. gets mad about taxes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, that comes out to 1500 a month, which is not enough for, like, three people to live on, but, you know. No. No, but it's a start. It's not well, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, but also Shelly was already like, mm, this seems like a bad idea. This is a bad idea, and yeah, yeah. after the guy leaves, uh, which after they realize how fucked they are, he's immediately like, well, gotta go. Yeah. Uh, Shelly's just like, hey, Bobby, I have to quit my job to take care of Leo full time. How the fuck am I going to survive off this much money? Yeah, so what are you doing here? And Bobby's and like, like, I don't know, I'll figure it out. Yeah, don't worry about it. I, I don't know. And she's like, okay, well, you need to... This was your fucking idea, buddy. So, so what you got for me? And he's like, I, yeah, don't know. I need you to figure something out. And then I'm a Leo grows. He is like, I again, Shelly. I know Shelly's not that old, uh, right? But also, Bobby is like eighteen at most, right? He is a high schooler, or yeah. is just graduated. I, I'm not sure what the timeline is on. He is that, technically but. still a high schooler. He just doesn't yeah. seem to ever go to school anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think Shelly is at most 19, but even so, like, she's been, she's had to pay bills for some time now, you know, like, she's, they're basically the same age, but there is just a mile-wide maturity gap between them. Yes. 
Um, and then David Lynch delivers the worst news of all time. Uh, Albert will not be coming back. <laughs> oh, no. Right. Uh, well, Leo, he, he makes a noise and they're like, oh, yes. fuck. Ah, shit, fuck. He's might be come. He might wake up from this calm, like catatonic state. Oh, no. Yeah. I feel bad for Leo's actor who has to just like sit there motionless for all these scenes. That seems hard. It, yeah, yeah, it's probably not a good this time. This is a hard acting job, especially later when they're doing all that shit to him. Yeah, and yes. they're like shoving him and like putting stuff in his face and like he just has to not like move a muscle. Yeah. It's it's why like I always think like playing a dead body must be the hardest job in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, we're at the sheriff's department where Donna's come in to talk to Truman to let him know about the secret diary. And he's like, when are you kids going to fucking stop this Scooby-Doo shit? You almost killed Dr. Jacoby the last time you tried this. And she's like, this isn't Scooby-Doo shit. This is legitimate investigation. <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, if you want to do extrajudicial investigation that gets people killed, you join the bookhouse, boys, like upstanding young kids. Also, James is already in the bookhouse, boys, so I don't know why he isn't doing this himself. That's true. Why isn't he calling in the bookhouse, boys, on these little adventures? Come on, man. Well, because he had to go save Donna. It's his girlfriend, you know. Sure, sure. Uh, but as they're talking, yeah, uh, Mr. David Lynch himself walks in yelling that he's looking for Sheriff Harry Truman. Cannot stress enough how much funnier every post about David Lynch is now that I know what he sounds like on this show. <laughs> right, now that you understand the voice you're supposed to be reading those posts in. Yes, incredible. Yes, yeah, so this is FBI... Which is, d- go ahead. He kind of just still does that, like, when he does his, like, uh... His, uh, like, weather updates. Well, because yeah, the, the voice he does for Gordon Cole is just shouting. That's all he does. Yeah. yeah, just he kind of has an, an odd voice, so when he shouts, it's funny. Yeah, the the thing is that's happening here is that also this character is supposed to be hard of hearing. Yes. Uh, so he has like the listening device in there. Right. He has like a uh, hearing aid, but clearly like he he mentions that he's got it turned up to the max, but clearly that's not good enough because everyone needs to shout for him to hear anything. Yes. Uh, the vibes on this would be a lot better if uh the rest of the show hadn't happened before this. Yeah, well, I mean, we've talked a lot about David Lynch's use of disability, and now he is on screen playing a character with a, a disability. D- yeah, with a disability that he does not have. David, what yeah. you doing, bud? It is the kind. Of, it's it's a tough situation. If a if a hard of hearing person said they found Gordon Cole to be offensive, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. I get that. I. I do tend yeah, to I enjoy don't... watching Gordon Cole on Twin Peaks, though. Yeah, I'm not saying that's not, like, valid or anything. It's right. just, you know, David, I cannot help but notice that you are doing the same thing you've been doing to other actors here. You're doing a funny bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I, if I remember right, the thing with this was um, back when, like, Gordon Cole was on the phone on, like, one scene in season one. They're like, okay, we can either, like, the the, the guy that was supposed to do this voice... Uh, like, called in sick or something, so we can either shut everything down to find a replacement, or like, ah, fuck it, just give me the thing, I'll just do it. I'm David Lynch, I can I can read a couple lines. And just, he wasn't really thinking about it, and just yelled all his lines, and they thought it was funny, so they kept it. And then f- for this, they're like, well, okay, now if we're gonna make him a character, we have to explain why he was yelling on the phone. It just doesn't have to be, like, that big a deal. No, it doesn't. Is the thing. No. Uh, like, honestly, and- he could just talk this way. He could just talk this way. It doesn't really need an explanation. 
A lot of weird stuff happens in Twin Peaks. Yeah, People can just, just do things. He's a weird guy that shouts all the time. Yeah, he just he's just a loud man. I know yeah. some loud men. I'm a loud person. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. Vibes vibes are mixed on this one. I I get yeah. that he's not like trying to make fun of anyone, but that's what he's doing. Yeah, it's very. It yeah, it's it's messy at best. Yes. Because yeah, it's Gordon Cole is usually not the butt of the joke. But even so. Well, even if he's not in on the joke, the joke is that he can't hear them. That's the joke. For sure, yes. That That is the... You're totally right. Yes. Yeah. It's usually, like, other people being, like, thrown off by the fact that he can't hear them. But, yeah, even yes. regardless, like, the core but even of it then, is it's, that... The, yeah, the core of it is that he can't hear them. Yeah, the core of it is that his disability is causing awkward situations. Yes. It's... Anyway. Yeah, it, it, it's messy. Because, yeah, the, a bit they will come back to a lot is, like... Someone will say something, and Cole will react to what he thought they said, and everyone will be confused, and they just, they won't explain what he thought they said. Like, he says, he tells Truman that uh, Albert found traces of a Vicuna coat outside of Cooper's room, and it must have been from the person who shot them. And Truman says, oh, Vicuna. And Cole responds, oh, no, thanks, I already ate, because he thought he said tuna. Yes. You know, that's that's the joke we're going to get a lot. Yep. And, you know, this is not an uncommon joke. Right. Yeah. Like, among among many pieces of media. Yes. Uh, I just think that doing this and then having uh, Philip Gerard also enter the scene at the same time is maybe putting some... Uh, Putting some vibes out. I get, especially when Philip Gerard especially walks when, in and Gordon Coulter says, oh, there's the one armor now. Yeah, there's the one armor. And also we're going to have him do the multiple personality thing later. The oh, vibes yeah. are bad. We are really loading a lot of the disability stuff into the one episode. Yeah. And I'm sure that this will continue to happen. And I probably will not harp on it as loudly. But this is where they're introducing this. Uh, and so I am. It is. So. It is absolutely something that needs to be acknowledged. Um, yeah. It, Gordon Cole is going to continue being a presence in Twin Peaks. I, I mean, that's fine because yeah. he's delightful. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. Right, I think that is the other side of it. Is that there. every it, they are fun scenes? Yeah, they're fun scenes. It's just, but yeah, also no. shut up, David. Also, stop. Like, yeah, it's nah, it's weird. I'm gonna beanie in the head. Uh huh. Yep, anyway. Anyway, we're back at the bookhouse. Uh, Cooper's brought uh, Ben in to see his daughter, who's finally waking up from her uh, heroin coma. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's just like, oh, quite the bookhouse. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of boys here. <laughs> Audrey is clearly upset to see her dad, understandably so. Yeah. Understandable. Like I- And really stressing enough that, yeah, I know what you do, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, he's, she's like, Oh, Daddy, I saw so many things. And he just looks at her like, Okay, well, we're gonna have to have some conversations then, huh? Yeah, we will, Dad. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. But even before that, he, like, goes down to, like, hug her, and he's trying to be, like, a gentle, tender dad for Cooper's sake, if nothing else. And, like, oh, it's just so rancid after, like, the last time he tried to hug his daughter. Not knowing who she was. Yep. It's like, yeesh. Uh, Audrey is like very try like she's trying to catch Cooper's eye and then is like, hey, uh, why doesn't Cooper drive me home? Like and Ben's just like, uh, uh, how about all three of us go so that you're not alone with a cop to tell him about the yeah. crimes I do? Tell him about all my <laughs> crimes. 
And uh, also, and- he's like, well, and also, of course, Cooper definitely wants to fuck my daughter. Right. I don't even think that's on his mind. No, I think right now he's scared shitless that his daughter yeah. was at his crime brothel. I think it's just the crime situation. I, I just, you know, he's a dude who seems to think about, like, all of the stuff at once. That's fair, yeah. Yeah, that's true. If nothing else, that is a convenient cover for him not wanting Cooper alone with her. Yes. Uh, we get to check in with Nadine. Boy. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What's up? That just did. This ain't it for me. Uh huh. Yeah, it's awkward for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's terrible, at least, but it's not good. No, it's it's you know. Yeah, like this o- isn't like something that I am like. And you know, I could pick it apart for like problematic comments. It's just I'm like, eh, this just isn't like. Interesting to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Like, also, I like, she she's I like, acting more. So, she can't decide if she is supposed to be like eighteen or six. Somewhere between there, yeah. yeah she like, it, kicks her shoes off. And there's like jumping on the couch. Yes. Yeah. Like I like Big Ed, and it just kind of sucks that he has been reduced to like giving like oh. <laughs> Right, yes. yeah, all Ed gets to do in this episode is just have reaction shots to Nadine being wacky. And getting punched in the balls. He does get punched in the balls. Also, he's never going to be able to use that again. It's over <laughs> for his dick and balls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we cut from that to Jonathan putting his pants on. Yeah, yikes, dude. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, yeah, and Josie putting her dress back on Yeah, and like, clearly like, very upset about what has happened just before we've joined them Yeah, it's a a bad suggestion Yeah Yeah Not not really, like, listen Obviously, this show starts with the premise of we're here to solve the rape and murder of a teenage girl Yep I I don't know if we needed extra rape I don't think we did no. I'm not really sure if that was really uh, something we needed in the Josie plot. No. Oh, yeah. Uh, I almost tweeted out that uh, Josie Packard's so sexy, but that's about a later scene, not uh-huh. this scene. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jonathan gives her a one-way ticket back to... Um, is it back to Hong Kong? It's probably back to Hong yeah, Kong. Yeah, back to Hong yeah. Kong, because their boss, Mr. Eckert, wants her back. Yes. And she's like, motherfucker, I have been here for five years... He can wait dumb, a couple more days. This dumb Mills plot. I need a day to get my money. He's like, well, too fucking bad. We're going yeah. tonight. Yep. Uh, yeah, she's, she's like, she's gotta find up. a better way to deal with these guys than to just keep saying we had an arrangement. Because it doesn't work. And, like, <laughs> looking away sadly. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it would work on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, he just kind of threatens her and says like, yeah, no, you're leaving tonight at midnight. Uh, You do whatever you want until then to get as much uh, money as you can. But that's non-negotiable. We're leaving at midnight and you're not going to like what happens if you don't. He he straight up says, I will kill Sheriff Truman if you do not come with me. Yeah, because also I have figured out that you fucking love Sheriff Truman, idiot. Yeah. Not supposed to fall (laughs) in love with people when you're running weird international scams. Yeah. Man, what the fuck? Yeah. 
I just, I'm just wondering how you get to the point where you're like, yeah, I think I'm going to send somebody over to Twin Peaks to kill yeah. a guy who owns a sawmill. Yeah, I was going to say, that this international crime syndicate, how, what decision-making process led to them saying, I think the best use of our resources is to bilk a minor independent sawmill out of some money. I yeah, mean, I like, guess if you can, like, turn it into an insurance scam, that's good money, but... Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, in the end, it's going to add up to millions of dollars, and that's that's a lot of money. Yeah, it just seems like this was uh, constructed backwards. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. It feels very backwards. Yeah. Like, no, yeah we started, like, well, I mean, she's here, so it has to be for a reason. Uh, and... Uh, obviously, it has to just be some evil foreigner shit. <laughs> Like, why not just yeah. make Josie a cool, like, Black Widow-type character? That would be sick. Why does she have to be, like, part of an international crime organization? Yeah. I mean, being a part of an international crime organization is cool on the surface. Yeah, but so is just being sort of, like, like uh, oh, a did, widow like, with a mysterious past whose husband died under mysterious circumstances. I don't disagree, but I do love being in an international crime syndicate. Sure. I'm just not sure how appropriate the, it is for Twin Peaks. Yeah, the the optics are poor, but yeah, the optics and, are poor, and just it's odd for that kind of like high level crime to be focused on a random nowhere town. Especially if this is supposed to be a town of five thousand, and they actually added that number later. Like this had to be the the thing from the start, right? Right. Uh, I don't know. I, I believe the suggestion that Josie killed her husband is very early on. Yes, no, they suggest she killed her husband very early on. I don't think they suggest that she is part of some kind of Hong Kong gang no, until I, season I, two. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I... I... No, because the guy shows up at the last episode of season one. Oh, you're right, he does, he does. That's true. Yeah, yeah it's I don't not know. Clear he, it's not clear he has anything to do with, um, with Josie, but he is there. Right. Yeah, that could, that maybe was just like uh like well we'll put this in here. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yeah. Uh, or yeah, but it it definitely like it. Josie's an interesting character, and she kind of like lost a bit for me when I realized that she is not the the head of this crime thing. Yeah, yeah, and that she's just been kind of following orders. Right. Kind of sucks that she's just been abused by every man in town, but that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's move on from a bad scene to a good scene. <laughs> this show can still do those sometimes. With Donna and James? Or with uh, Maddie and James? Yeah, I like this scene. Do you not? Yeah, no, it's okay. I don't know. I, I like them just having like a conversation about their feelings. Yeah, it's all right. I, I wasn't blown away by this at all. I wasn't either. I'm just saying I'll take anything over, you know, implied rape. <laughs> That's true. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, James and Maddie sit down. And James is like, yeah, you know, probably shouldn't have kissed you the other day. That was fucked up. And then yeah. she's like, you do think of me as, uh, like, Laura. And I kind of like that. And he's like, that's kind of fucked up. And she's it's like, like yeah. yeah, it kind of is. But I do feel that way. <laughs> yeah, she is. I'm kind of fucked up, though. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, this you whole know situation is kind of fucked up, but I had fun. I don't know. I was kind of upset about it the other night, but, eh, you know. Yeah. Is what it is. We had a Chilling. nice smooch, and we can leave it at that. Yeah. 
Because you and Donna belong together, James. <laughs> yeah, you you guys are clearly soulmates. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> uh, she also lets him know that she is heading home. She's uh, gonna leave uh, back to where's she from? Missoula. Sure. Yeah. Uh, my uh, my thought here is. Yeah, Maddie should get the fuck out of this town and leave forever and never look back. Also, I'm going to be really sad if Cheryl Lee's not on this show anymore. Yeah, yeah. She's been really good. Cheryl Lee's a really good actor. Yeah, we got out. more Cheryl Lee in our future, but yeah. I know this, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, I, I don't know this for certain. I'm just guessing, but I am pretty sure about my guess. We're going to return to the fucking Red Room. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know why you'd ever think that. Yeah, no. I don't know why you think the thing, the the one and only thing anyone ever talks about in this show is going to show up for more than a single episode. It's it has to show up this season. Hmm. Who I feel say? like they have to start going back there like multiple times before we're done here because it feels the way people talk about it, it cannot go any other way. I think Truman just uh, uh, I think Cooper just had a weird dream one time. That's all. Yeah, it's just one weird dream for yeah. sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> We're definitely not having, like, a scene with a giant next episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> this, I have no idea. That's a guess because he finally got the last clue out of there. Maybe he'll get his fucking ring back. Oh, that's true. He is about due to get his ring back. Yeah. So. Yeah. He, he's found anyway, all these things to be true, so he should believe the giant now. Yep. Uh, anyway, Josie and Ben have this scene where it's... There's parts of it that are really good, but also just everything else with Josie going on just makes me like it less. I In a vacuum, I adore this scene, but I get yes. where you're coming from. Yes, in a vacuum, the scene is great, but everything else going on with Josie just makes me go like, oh, yeah, I, I really can't, like, believe in these threats that she is putting on him because yeah. uh, she has a gun to her head. Right, this scene would be way better had we not just gotten the other scene. Yes. Yeah. Like... The, th- the thing that I was, like, thinking of is when she reveals that she's got a, a safe box, like, you know, a safety deposit box, and yeah. they just, like, kind of smile at each other, like, oh, we're evil. Yeah, and, like, that would be yeah. so good. And that's great when Josie is, like, actually making her own choices and right. probably not told to do that by this random white guy from Hong Kong that controls this fucking... You know, Hong Kong-based crime syndicate. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I, uh-huh. The whole thing is, she got the signed uh, papers from Pete so that she can turn the mill land over to Ben completely. But she wants her fucking money, and he's like, "Well, Josie, I can't just give you all the cash. I don't got it. But once the Icelanders pay me, then I can give it to you." And she can't accept that because she's got to leave. So she just tries to pressure him. And yeah, they both explain to each other that they have. Uh, safety deposit boxes with evidence against each other so that if anything happens to either of them, they both go down. It's basically a yep. Mexican standoff of information. Yeah, and like you said, I Pretty just, good. Pretty it is delightful good. how they are both laughing together at how evil they are. Like, yeah, yes. I was like, meh, on, I was like, like, eh, on this episode I'm watching, like, yeah, some stuff that I liked, some stuff that I didn't, but like, talking yeah. about it has made me like, like, no, <laughs> not this app. Hmm. I don't know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I think all the criticisms were laying out are valid. I kind of like this episode. I, I do too. Yeah. Like I said, I'll I t- think the the previous Josie scene was gratuitous and unnecessary, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm into what I'm into this episode for the most part. Yeah, me too. 
Uh, I, well, yeah, I especially like, by the time we get to the end, it's good shit. Uh-huh. There are definitely some things that I like in this episode, but, like, there's wide swaths of, like, stuff where I'm just, like, I- I'm having the Luke problem of, like, but if you did this, it would be better. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. And I'm, I'm like, kind of, like, disappointed they didn't go with my ideas. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What were well, your ideas? Well, as we know, all of my ideas are also very good, so <laughs> I understand. What were your ideas, Ashley? Lay them out. Well, well I, I was just saying, like, you know, like, keeping Josie as, like... Oh, sure. ...an active criminal element and not... Yeah. Uh, ...as, like, a lackey for an off-screen evil guy. Right, right. Um, That's definitely true. Um, I do... <sighs> this is another one of the fucking things where, like, hmm, I like this and also dislike it at the same time because the way this resolves is Ben can give her her money... Because he just so happened to have gotten a $5 million traveler's check from Mr. Tojimura yesterday. And it's funny to me that this is definitely a fraud check that Catherine gave him that he's now giving to Josie. Yeah, but now Josie has the fraud check. Now Josie has the fraud check. I like that part of it. What I don't like is that it involves Mr. Tojimura. Well, yes, but I also don't like that Josie's getting set up for the fall on that. I guess so. I like that means Cath- Ben I like is not getting set up. I get back at Ben and inadvertently got back at both of them. Well, I guess that's true. I always forget that Josie's kind of related to that whole thing with Catherine because Ben is so much the, like, orchestrator. He's the orchestrator, but yeah, Josie was definitely part, like... Josie was in on trying to murder Catherine. No, you're you're totally right. Listen, we like Josie, but she is definitely trying to murder Catherine. And And she did murder her husband. And listen, Catherine would try to murder her, too. It's not like... That's so true. But at the moment, Catherine's the underdog, so it's who you default to rooting for. Yeah, the person in yellow face is the underdog. Well, (laughs) this is the fucking problem. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Uh, Anyway, we got a little party time. Yeah, they... Oh my god, I've never been more tense in my life. Yeah. Bobby and Shelly decided to uh, not worry about how they're going to survive on $700 a month for now, and instead throw a party where they cuck Leo. I I I did I did just say that like you know I'm not really a big fan of this episode I do like this scene. Yeah, they have balloons it sucks and party streamers, but it's I like it. <laughs> yeah, they have balloons and party streamers. They've shoved a kazoo into Leo's mouth, and it's just like quietly buzzing as he breathes. Yep. As they're just like partying and like flicking his nose, and then they start making out in front of him and like yelling at him about what a piece of shit he is. And you can yeah. tell it's upsetting him because the kazoo is getting slightly louder, but that's all he can do. Yep. Yeah, I, I also just like the, I, you know, like, as they're, like, ranking it, like, it's all like, we just wanted to celebrate how, you know, good a, how good a guy you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, you know, the, you know, Leo the abuser, Leo, right. Leo the murderer. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, the kind of thing where if you if you're not thinking too much about all the awful, awful shit Leo's done, it's kind of cruel. But he kind of, you know. Also, he's a piece of fucking shit, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, this is definitely not uh, like like Bobby and Shelley are at worst kind of dumb. Yeah, Leo. Like, I I wouldn't want to say that anyone deserves like. To right. be this kind of treatment. But if somebody did, it's Leo. Yeah. 
Yeah. He did attempt to murder his wife. He did attempt to murder his wife. And and beat her on multiple occasions that Absolutely. we saw. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I have very little sympathy for him. What I am so worried about with this scene is what happens when Leo comes back. Uh-huh. Uh, because that's clearly what we're building up to. Uh, and the thought is horrifying. Yeah. yeah they, just- uh, they get up on the table and start like making out and Bobby starting to like, you know, put his hands up Shelly's clothes. And Shelly tries to like give Leo like a sexy look like, hey, fuck you, idiot. I'm going to fuck another guy right in front of you. And then he twitches slightly and they both freak the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's so good because you like you can't even tell if uh, like she imagined it or something. Right. Or if like the chair just got jostled. Yeah. And she is immediately like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. And like. Bobby immediately starts going to like the like oh Leo hi I was just here to see you and uh huh like it's, it's that drug scene over again yeah yeah and yeah. then they they're like okay well listen we we don't got to be this mean to you we can uh, here here here's some cake and they give him some cake and then Bobby bumps him and he face plants into the cake yeah that's the yeah. one that it would be hard to act through yeah yes. yeah. Uh, Cooper gets into the sheriff's office and sees Gordon Cole waiting for him. Cooper and Cole are just very fun together. This definitely yes. is like a, a, a key unlock moment for Cooper of like, oh, this is your friend. Yeah. Uh-huh. Everyone, this is this is the, oh, okay, so everybody in the FBI is a guy like this. Right, right everyone in the FBI is a stand user. Yeah, is a fucking weirdo. Yeah, yeah. Just in their own special way. Right. Yeah, Cooper comes in. Oh, Gordon, I hope you've been waiting too long. Yes, I have been waiting a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't just get here. I've been waiting the whole afternoon, but don't worry about it. He tells Cooper that Cooper looks like a Mexican chihuahua today. You remind me today of a small Mexican chihuahua. He does say chihuahua. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And again, all all of the stuff of, you know, disabilities and uh David Lynch playing a character with a disability that he does not have. Right. Uh the joke of them going to a prior thing and then him just shouting. Like, hey, let's is step in this office for good. some privacy and then I'm going to yell so loud everybody can hear me through the door anyway. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um but, uh, yeah, what all? Oh, right, he we, came we, here we, because Cooper got shot, and he's like, yeah, you're my employee, so I should check on you. You're getting, you're getting in too deep. He's saying that this is exactly what happened in Pittsburgh. It's like, oh, Pittsburgh was a different thing. Other than me being shot, they're totally different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you look pretty good. You, you got some bags under your eyes. You can use more sleep, but, ah, that's just part of the job. Yeah. Um, We've all had does, a like, few unpleasant nights. <laughs> There is um, the part where he like te- he tells uh, he told Truman earlier that whenever somebody one of his guys gets hurt, he immediately heads down to see them. So right, right. There's there's like part of this where he's like, oh, okay, he's their dad. Got it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, but yeah, also completely uh, distraught that uh, we will not be seeing. Albert again. If Albert doesn't show up this season, I swear to fucking God. I'm not saying shit. <laughs> I know you're not. 
Uh, but Gordon Cole didn't just come here to check on Cooper after he got shot. He's also here to deliver a message. Uh, because sometimes two and two do not make four. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Truman just I like, thought... Well, go ahead. I, 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 I thought that was going to be like, I don't think this guy's a serial killer. I think these are just unrelated things. But no, that's not what's happening here. Oh, no, no, no. This is to set up the next subplot. But yeah. uh, I like Truman coming in like, hey, guys, we can hear literally everything you're saying. <laughs> and he's like, okay, we'll come in anyway. Yeah. Uh, they got an anonymous delivery to uh, the FBI office that is From- just a chess move uh, pawn to King 4 and uh, they realize that it must be a message from Cooper's old partner Wyndham Earl yeah they've talked about him a little bit yeah Yeah. he's gotten referenced once before Albert mentioned that uh, he escaped the insane asylum he was locked up at yes and now he's sending chess moves in the mail normal normal guy I'm so curious about who's going to be playing Wyndham Earl (laughs) Probably an actor from Seinfeld, guessing. <laughs> I'm trying to think if he's on Seinfeld. It, it wouldn't... I might be forgetting him being on Seinfeld. It wouldn't shock me. <laughs> just every... I just... Yeah. <laughs> I just had the worst vision of this turning out to be David Duchovny, or however you say his name. Oh, and sure, The trans sure, sure. woman, and I uh-huh. was like, oh, this is the worst thing that could possibly happen. Which I don't think is what's going to happen, but yeah. in my mind... <laughs> no, I get <laughs> I had you, I get you. a moment where I'm like, oh, yeah, the, you know, the trans woman escaped the insane asylum. Got it. Okay. Right, right, right. But I, I don't think that's what's going to happen No, here. I, I distinctly remember that, like, reading, like... I was reading an article about Deadly Premonition... Uh, and they mentioned, you know, Twin Peaks and the trans character, because, of course, yeah, all that stuff, and, like, they're like, oh, like, it's actually treated rather well, but it's, it's the thing of, it's a man playing a trans woman. <laughs> yeah, obviously, my opinion does not matter on this, but what I have heard from other, like, trans folks talking about the David Duchovny character is that, yeah... It's actually pretty good, especially for the early 90s, other than it's played by a cis man. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what I've heard. I, I have no opinion on this yeah, right yeah. now. It was the early 90s, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll be mad about it later, but Maybe. for, it, for it today... It might infuriate you. I, I yeah. couldn't, like I said, not really my place to say. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. We'll find out. We'll find I out. I assume that's this season. Has that, to be. Yep, that is this season. Has, it has to be, duh. has to be, because it's the only one. Yes. Um, so now we go over back to the Great Northern with Ben and Leland. Yeah, scumbag this... Leland, scumbag. Leland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is where like... we see some scumbag Leland. He's not as scumbag. Yeah, but he definitely does like the stuff that like lawyers and financiers do to be scumbags. Right. So Ben explains the problem he's got, which is that well. The Icelanders already signed contracts and have actually already sent us a, their first payment. But also, Mr. Tajimura gave me a $5 million check, and I do want all the money. So what do I yeah. do, Leland? I do like, love having I money. Normally, I would ask uh, uh, Jerry, but he's out on the road. He's in Tokyo trying to look into Tajimura. So I need some advice. And I know you've been all fucked up and weird, and also you did a murder. But, like, I don't know. I, I got to see if maybe you can help me. And uh, Leland does, does get distracted by the fucking, like... Uh, like Arctic Fox. It's an Arctic like, Fox? Yeah, taxidermy. Yeah. That he's just got taxidermy, and he starts, like, picking fur off of it, which is very funny. 
But then after Ben explains the whole situation, yeah, he just snaps into sleazeball lawyer mode. It's like, okay, here's what you can do to fuck over all of these people and get all the money. And Ben just, like, cracks new He's like, oh, my friend Leland is back. Oh, I'm so glad you're ready to be a piece of shit again for me. The funniest part about the, the taxidermy bit is, like, Ben does, like, basically, like, the thing where he's like, hey. Uh-huh. And <laughs> yes. Uh, Leland like turns back and he's like, "Oh right, right, right." And he like puts the little tuft into the fur his... in his pocket. Yeah, he just into keeps his some of the chest fur pocket. From it. <laughs> it's really funny. And also, Ben is like, "Listen, I would love to just hire you back to your position right now, but you did murder someone, <laughs> so right. you need to prove to me that you're on the up and up about this murder first. Well, and also, and like, that you'll work for me. We thought you were back a couple episodes ago, and then you were, like, a nice guy and told the Icelanders about the fucking fire, so I don't know that you're, like, your head's in the game, man. And yeah, we I talked about, like, to me. The, the season one premiere, like, oh, hey, wait a second. We've only seen Leland when he's uh, freaking the fuck out. What if he's also a piece of shit when he's normal? And we're finally and seeing God, him normal, and he kind of seems like a piece of shit. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah, like it again. It doesn't seem like he would be the type to maybe run a illegal casino slash brothel slash human trafficking ring, right? But I also get the impression that if assuming he doesn't know about it, if he did know about it, he He'll look the other way. He wouldn't care that much. Yeah, yeah. It's, you go. You know, that's just kind of how it is. I I just work for the guy. Really, he just right. pays me, and I do his lawyer stuff. I didn't know about that. Right. He's not a Walter White. He's a Saul Goodman. <laughs> Yes. Sure. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that show. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we uh, are back with also, Josie. Also, there, there's a really great awkward hug. Oh, right, yeah, they go in for a hug and then realize, oh, no, 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 we're not huggers. Let's just kind of weirdly tap each other's elbows. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's do it. Listen, I'll, I'll get your sides, you get my forearms, it'll be great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, now we get a scene of Truman and Josie. Uh, and this one's just a bummer. This is brutal! Yep, it's time for Josie to go. She's Jonathan's there, she's, he's like, yeah. yeah this, got- this is not a bummer or enraging like the the first Josie scene. <laughs> this right. is just more of a bummer because it's meant to be. Right, right. Uh, because Josie's clearly upset that she's got to go. She was planning to just sneak off without seeing Truman, but he's here. And he's like begging her not to go and he keeps saying like Josie I love you and it like she stops and starts crying but then keeps walking and he's like I love you and she just my my impression is this might be the first time he said it yes yeah that's definitely the the vibe they're giving yeah and oh. yeah it's 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 some good emotion oh it's sad and let's cut from that to our good friend Mr. Tojimora okay this is the line that I had seen earlier. Yeah, you talked about seeing a line from before about... Because what happened... Ben tries to use Leland's advice, which is basically to say, hey, because of the mill fire, we have to put all our building plans on hold to resurvey the land. And Mr. Tajimura says, don't talk to me about fire. My family was at Nagasaki. Except with a much more racist accent than what I just used. You can't say that! The fucking gall. The fucking... Like... David Lynch, how, like, bad a person do you need to be to know that this character is a white woman in yellow face? Right. And bring up the nuclear bombings? 
Uh-huh. As like a kind of like cute like end of like like oh yes I know. <laughs> right. What a f- fucking horrifying thing to do. Yeah, it's just disgusting. It's no good. It's uh yeah. <sighs> Uh, I'll be so, very happy when we don't have to talk about Mr. Tojimura anymore. So one thing uh, that was noted to me from a uh, friend of the show, Ryan, says, Also worth noting that in the oral history book, they interviewed the dude who played Jonathan, who was literally a Japanese actor. And he was like, yeah, no, I immediately knew this was going to be some bullshit. So uh, I am pinching the bridge of my nose. Yeah, they really yeah. just hired the Japanese actor and then went, no, we could get this white lady to do it, though. Yeah, no, no. The Japanese actor has yeah, to Yeah, the play Japanese the actor Chinese had to guy. be a guy from Hong Kong. Yeah, what the? F- yeah, who dude. is a rapist? <sighs> yes, dude. It's just yeah. It is just like I I said like when we posted the last episode like that like I was shocked that more people don't talk about Tajimura and yeah. everyone was like well because everyone just acknowledges that it's bad and like. Still, though, yeah, yeah. still though, it seems like it should be a caveat on this thing that For nobody sure. ever mentions. Yeah, yeah, I have had so many people when they talk to like, "Hey, you should watch Twin Peaks." There is David Duchovny in a, in a dress, but it's it was the '90s and it was really well done for the time. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." I have yeah. not heard one fucking iota about Mr. Tojimura from any yeah. of the people who recommended this to me. I yeah. do think I've. Obliquely yeah, referenced Tojimura before we started this. Yes. Yeah, and and like the, the, there's part of it where it's like people are only going to warn you about the things they think you're going to be upset about because sure. it's the thing you are. Right. Yes. Uh, but boy, yeah, it's uh, it's fucking rotten. Yeah, it's bad. And, and yeah. yeah, like listen, I have made mistakes of recommending things without like realize with like oh I watched this a bit ago or just like. Not even that long ago, but I just totally blanked out on like this thing that will totally that is totally offensive, right. like Gravity Falls. Sure, yeah, yeah, totally. And uh, like where I remembered all of the gender stuff, but I didn't remember you know, any of the fat jokes or the stupid jokes or <laughs> right the racism, the, the yeah, deep yeah. racism, the deep racism. But uh-huh. so like I understand people, not everyone like. Yeah, Count, like saying this to me, but it just feels weird that no one did other than you, Luke. Yeah, and I, I do also it. think there's a lot of people who uh, a just sort of erase the back half of season two, and b shuffle all the stuff they don't like into that space they're erasing. Yeah. And I think in a lot of people's minds, like teenage Nadine and Mister Tojimura and all that shit, doesn't happen until after the murder gets solved. That and was one of the things... Because I, I certainly do. I, like, every time I revisit the show, I'm like, oh, fuck, right, they start all that shit while the murder mystery's still going. Damn it! Yeah. Um, there was one thing where, like, we mentioned, I think you see Nadine has super strength in, like, season one, episode three. Right. And uh, Autumn, who loves the show, was like, that was that early? I thought that was just a season two bit. And, no, it's been in there the whole time. Right. Right, it's just that, like, in season one, it is a one-off weird visual gag that they could have never returned to, and it would have been, eh, whatever. And it becomes the only thing Nadine's got going on in season two. Well, that and being a teen. That and being a teen. Um, Um, 
But- the, the Taj Mahal stuff gets interrupted by Leland being a lounge singer, which it's... What's infuriating about it is that every other element of this scene is great, except for the fucking woman in yellow face in the middle yeah. of it. Yeah. Everything else happening here is so good. Because there's, we, a, there's some great Pete stuff, and there's some great Leland stuff, but it's We are going with- to get my favorite part of the episode, which is that Pete stuff. And, yeah, it, he is talking to... And, like, again, if this was... Not yellow face and just her in a goofy cowboy outfit or something. This would be one of my favorite scenes in the whole show, if that was how it was. Because it's Pete talking to this random stranger and just weirdly like, Hey, buddy, you're clearly not from around here. What if I buy you a drink? I can get you some sake or a cold glass of milk. Well, the second second level to this is like, Pete is talking to Catherine. Right, yeah, exactly. And, Yeah. yeah, like, she is just like, going like, Ah, fuck, he is, like, just kind of a nice guy. Yeah. Or even, like, oh, is he on to me? Yes. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but and, no. and again, Leland being a lounge singer is a lot of fun, and Ben trying to interrupt him and, like, get him to go away, but Leland won't stop. But, like, he's not being a manic weirdo. He's just kind of actually being a good singer, and everyone likes it. Yes. Yeah, I, I He's a pretty love, good singer. Yeah. I love his bit of like, oh yeah, the great northern crowds are the best ones. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, Pete like whips around and she goes, The King and I, because that's where the song he's singing is from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you into we, musicals? Right, we get a new piece of Pete lore, which is that he fucking loves musicals. <laughs> I love this man. God, I, love I love Pete so Pete. much. And I just a, wish he wasn't acting man. opposite the worst thing in the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, ugh. Ugh. So gross. Anyway, let's get away from that and get to, you know, some real police work. You know, torturing a man and denying him his medication. Yeah, this is the cinema right here. Uh-huh. Um, y- yeah, now, now that, uh, Cor- uh, you know, Cooper's boss is here, you can get down to some real FBI shit and do some torture to a random innocent person. That's pretty much how it works. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, like, yeah, like, David Lynch is like basically like, oh, if you stop, if you give him the medicine now, he'll, you'll never see the other side. And Cooper's like, you're right. We right. gotta Philip see that other like side. Philip is like sweating and like collapsed in a chair in the conference room, begging them for his medication, and they won't give it to him and are just showing him the Bob police sketch instead. Well, and like Truman and like Hawker, like, they're we like should... drawing a syringe. Yeah. yeah like they like, got should... it right there. We should probably give him this. Yeah. And yeah, Cooper's like, no, nah, I think we're just going to keep it from him. Right, yeah. and uh, Gordon mentions that Albert's, like, analyzed it, and he doesn't totally know what this is. It's a weird compound, but some of the, like, medicine included in it includes stuff they use to treat schizophrenia. Yeah. So they start asking him about, you know, if he has a history of schizophrenia or anything. He starts convulsing, and then he suddenly stops and just says, uh, There's no need for medication. I am not in pain. And now he's Mike. And again. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, his portrayal as Mike. Immaculate. Great. Al Strobel, good fucking actor. I wish he was in more stuff. Yeah. Great It seems like he was mainly a stage guy. Yeah. His voice is just so fucking good. I don't know how he didn't have a million voiceover roles. I know. He's got an incredible voice. Yeah. Like, just everything he says is just so loaded with gravitas. So good. 
Uh, and he's mostly just sort of uh, recapping stuff from Cooper's dream back in episode three, except now he's here in the real world. Yeah, now it's not just a dream. Yeah. He explains that, yeah, Mike explains that he is a spirit that inhabits the body of Philip Gerard. And uh, he um, used to be partners with the spirit Bob, who also possesses people on Earth in order to murder people. Uh, but then he saw the face of God and cut his arm off as, as an act of, like, I don't know, repentance or something. Um, so I guess, are, are they implying that he got Philip into the car crash on purpose to, like, sever his arm? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's It's... It's abstract in a way that I, you could take it that way, but not necessarily. Yeah. Um, but he, expl- <laughs> he explains that most people cannot see Bob's true face, the face on the poster, except for the gifted. And then he stares directly into the camera as he says, and the damned. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. And uh, he explains to Cooper that Bob has... Cooper asks him, is Bob near us? He says, yes, for nearly 40 years now. Uh, He's in a large wooden house surrounded by trees with many rooms occupied by different people. Which is different souls every night. Yeah, different souls every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Cooper realizes he's talking about the Great Northern Hotel. And we get like a music sting and there's a shot of the Great Northern comes up. Mm-hmm. Fucking shreds. Bob's the fucking Grey Northern. And, uh, yeah, that's where we leave this episode. This yeah. last scene is so fucking good. The good scene. It is a good scene. Yeah, like Cooper and Mike are saying the Firewalk With Me poem together. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's good shit. So it's yeah, good shit. Yeah. I don't have much else to say about the scene other than it's really good shit. It's really good shit. Yeah, this is a. There, there are many different sides of Twin Peaks. <laughs> There's many different sides out. of Twin Peaks. This is a messy episode in a lot of ways. I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, I still had a great time. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say I still I still enjoyed watching it, but yeah, I overall this would be if like on a rewatch an episode, I kind of fast forward through. That's reasonable. A lot of parts, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, I'll, I'll maybe watch, like, the Pete scene and cover up the side of the screen. <laughs> yeah. When he offers Mr. Tojavura that big mug of milk, it's the best thing that's ever happened on TV. It's, well, yeah, because he's just, yeah. like, it's like, all right, it looks like he's giving up and like, how about some milk? <laughs> right. <laughs> so fucking good. Yeah. It, Why did it have to be this? It is, like... Mean to Jack Nance to ruin his scene by putting Mr. Tojimura in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you guys want some questions? Well, real quick, yeah, I mean, listen. Oh, yeah. If we're we're kinda it kinda feels like we're starting to hone in a little bit here. Who do who, who do we think killed Laura Palmer? I think it might be this Bob guy. Yeah. Yeah, but now we know Bob is a spirit that is possessing somebody. Bro, who knows? <laughs> Um, I mean, it has to be somebody who's at the, the Great Northern all the time, I assume. That would make sense. I, I feel like Ben Horn is, like, the easy answer. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's not Ben Horn. But it's not Ben Horn. No, he's just regular evil. Yeah. 
like Leland, but like he he got more evil afterwards. Right. He is the devil now. He, he is, is the, the devil, devil now. now. But was he the devil before? He wasn't the devil before. Yeah, maybe he's Bob now, but not then. That's true. We don't Fuck know it. for yeah, sure that knows. Bob sticks with one guy. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I don't who know. Can say. Uh, well, you can't. I could, but I won't. <laughs> are we? Are we like far away from the reveal? Do you want me to tell you how far away we are from the reveal? I'm more curious than anything, but I guess not. I mean, it, I I don't cons- I don't consider it a huge spoiler to tell you, but I won't tell you unless you want to know. Yeah, no, we we'll probably wait. Yeah, off. we'll just wait. Okay. Anyway, questions. Questions. Um, from Atnispecubus, friend of the podcast, girlfriend of Luke. Uh huh. Uh huh. She's in the room right now. Bob and Shelley definitely get off on danger, right? Definitely horny for this deadly situation. Oh yeah. 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 They were fucking with a gun before. Of course, yes. they're horny for danger. <laughs> That's true. They were cheating. That's just canon. Yeah. They they would not be cheating on Leo in his own house if that wasn't yes, the case. If they yeah. weren't into the danger. Yeah. Yeah. Chelsea's and then as soon as Leo's not around, well, we gotta spice this up somehow. Let's get this gun in here. Yeah, uh, Chelsea sent this while we were talking about that. <laughs> yeah, no, because yeah, she got home while we were talking about that scene, and she was just staring at it over my shoulder like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Uh, from R.S. Hunter, uh, 88, at what, po- amount, at what amount is a check too small to be worth the hassle of cashing? Or is no amount because money is money? Money is money, baby. Money's money, man. I don't know if I'm cashing a check for a $700? I'll cash a check for a dollar. I don't give a fuck. Hmm. I, I got that fucking app where I can just do it on my phone now. Yeah, what's sure, the downside? Yeah, if you do it, yeah, if you do it on your phone, that's a different story. I don't, I'm not making a trip to the bank for a dollar. I walk by the bank every day. I'll put it in there. I don't. <laughs> Could you I, do it with an ATM? Because I would, if I had to, like, stand in line at a teller, like, to go talk to a teller. Right. Maybe not a dollar. Right. But... If I could th- do that's it the situation I'm thinking of. You gotta, either got to wait in a drive-thru or stand in line in the bank. Nobody's writing you a check for a dollar. I'm assuming $20 minimum on checks. That's basically how life works. Sure. I, I'm just, I, they were asking what's the smallest amount, you know, what's an amount you wouldn't go for, and I was starting at the floor and working up. Yeah, I guess. Nobody's going to send you. I mean, I guess you could be sent a check for like 87 cents from like a fucking, uh, what do you call it? Like a class action Sure. If you're well, in one in of those case, or something. In that case, I'm fucking cashing out, because let's fuck you. I, I got, got you. mine. Right, right. Yeah. There's that episode of Seinfeld where he's getting residual checks for, like, single-digit dollars, but he's getting enough of them that, like, well, it's worth it to sign all these, but now I'm, like, injuring my hand because I have to sign, like, 300 checks in one day. You keep making Seinfeld what? references, and we keep not... We will never get them. <laughs> <laughs> Except the one time that I knew about Persona Seinfeld. That's true. <laughs> Except for one day, f- ten years from now, when we've exhausted every good idea for this podcast and we're doing Reprise Felt. No. Jesus. <laughs> That's way, way too long a show. Yeah. <laughs> there are so many other things we would rather do before the that. The reason I said ten years. <laughs> um, the other question uh, is... About something that I think happens in the next episode, but isn't that much of a spoiler? 
Okay. Sure. Uh, which was just like, oh, it was good when uh, Leah spooked him. And Leah spooked well, him in this one. In this episode. Well, no, but like they they say that like, uh, like oh, remember when like Bobby's go like is like thinking about shooting Leo. <laughs> Oh, and I'm I like, don't know. Okay. Like, I, yeah, I didn't know if they were, like, thinking about something that happened next episode. I mean, that yeah. did happen, like, before. Yeah, like I, I, season I, one. I, just, I just didn't know if this person got mixed up somewhere. Sure, or sure, sure. <laughs> I missed, like, that Bobby had a gun in that scene, and I saw that he did it, so I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. don't know. Whatever, that will be fucked up, though. Will be fucked up? And it is fucked up when he moves in this episode. It yeah. is fucked up. It's fucked up when a guy looks at you. It is. <laughs> it is. It always is. <laughs> All right. That's it. Oh, okay. Uh, Luke, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as Eidolon Playtest, uh, which is currently not playtesting Eidolon. We're in the middle of our World of Assassination interlude, where That's we're right. playing, uh, yeah, the game World of Assassination. That, we're playing World of Assassination, which uh, is a game Crystal has made based on uh, Hitman, and it's very fun. Yeah. World cool. Anything else? That's about it for me. <laughs> Ashley, where can I find you on the internet? You can find me at UrlyBrown with an underscore Twitter and a dash on Tumblr, and you can also find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your fucking money. Give Ashley your fucking money. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at your phone, Molly, with Y-E-R. You can find me on audioentropy.com, I need mail.com, secondbestgame.club. Uh, Sleeping Dogs episode's still out there. I guess I have to play Marathon at some point this month, but I figure that'll take me like 15 minutes tops. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um... I don't know. I, do you, do, chances of me liking that game, we'll see. I guess it's it's weird because it's a shooter for the Macintosh. Right. It's only one. How do you fucking like? You know what? I don't play enough shooters on PC to know what the right click would do on a PC. Sure. Uh, it, it would be like aim down sights these days, but not like yeah. But back then, yeah, you didn't really have that. Not I don't back know, then. Yeah. I don't know what it's, right it's click does in like Doom. It's a real left kick, left click, right click game. It's a real left click, left click, frankly. Yeah, yeah, because the Mac ain't got a right click. Yeah. Just got that bar uh, of soap mouse. It does. I guess not back then, it was a different, but it still only had the one click. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway. Uh, gotta yeah, yeah. hold down control <laughs> and click to aim down sights. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I assume they would just assign that to it, because that thing still has a keyboard, so. No, yeah, yeah. You know. It's funny to me uh, to imagine having to do the control click to <laughs> <laughs> right click in the shooter. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, that's pretty much it. Audioentropy.com. Hit the donate button in the upper right hand corner. Give us a little bit of money for hosting on the website. Um, uh, real quick before we go, I just want to throw out. Oh, yes. You need to throw out yes. the, the just warning. Just a quick heads up because we have some folks that are watching along with the show. Um, next episode uh, is pretty rough in terms of the content in it uh it is a level of violence that this show has not been up to this point and uh you know i'm sorry for spoiling that i guess but i feel like that is a heads up people there's people who would appreciate that and that's why i'm saying it 
Yes. Is there is there anything specific or um I would say there is some rough violence with sexual undertones to it. Okay. That's that's basically what I was asking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That like yeah, it is not like a rape scene, but yes. Getting close. Okay. Yeah, get, getting close. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um well great. Yeah. Uh, for what it's worth, I remember it being a pretty good episode, but yeah. We'll see. Also pretty upsetting. Yeah. Uh, and that's going okay. to be, of course, episode 15 slash episode 14 slash season 2 episode 7 slash Lonely Souls. Dire. Uh-huh. <laughs> Every time I, I have to always make sure to when I look up like episode blank, like episode like 13 of Twin Peaks, I have to write season 2 because like they're dumb ass <laughs> Thing uh-huh. like they reset it for season three. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh right, yeah, because yeah, season three has its own <laughs> numbering, yeah. Hate this. Uh-huh. Well at least that is like part one, two, three, four, five. Like at least it's just straightforward. Well, they do also have uh their own like uh episode titles that sometimes they go by, but not often. <laughs> Well, I, I, yeah, but it's not going to be that way for, like, our at-home stuff. Sure. We have the one DVD set that has that. Oh, oh, sure, yes. You're not going to have any confusion about which episode It's going to be easy to track to there. Yes. yes. While yeah. currently, I, I think it's listed as episode, f- uh, this is what, 15? Yes. Yeah, this is episode, uh, no, uh, this will be no, episode this is 14, 14 on the DVD. So, but on, no, but on the DVD it's 13 because they count the pilot as episode zero. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So that's that's I, so it's gonna be easier in season three, but for now it still fucking sucks. <laughs> right, right. Well, and it's also yeah. because the they just moved all the confusion around the titling for season three up to what season three is called because <laughs> it's either Twin Peaks season three or Twin Peaks the Return or Twin Peaks a limited series event. Yeah, whatever. It's season three. <laughs> it's I, a third yeah. season of Twin Peaks. Yeah. I always just like. When I thought of it, which I didn't do a lot, I just like, right. oh, the return. Yeah, that's what they called it while it was airing, and then like the day after the finale aired, they switched to calling it a limited series event. <laughs> and I don't know why. Yeah. That's whatever. Weird. Um. Anyway, until next time. Damn fine podcast. Damn fine podcast. Wish Dale Cooper would drink some coffee again. He drank some coffee in this one. Yeah, but he's never talking about it. Yeah. 